hello, and you are hearing me from the past. Uh, my internet is out, and well, as you can tell, I've already gone a little bit crazy from that introduction. Uh, I'm okay. You've probably been worried about me. And so I decided while I had nothing better to do than to stare at a wall that I should probably not just stare at a wall. And I should entertain myself a couple of ways. And I should probably, like, tell you about them and, and whatnot. So uh, this, is, this is what I've been doing on my inadvertent spring break. <laughs> on my inadvertent spring staycation. Uh, so it's going to be a, a series of updates on, on what's keeping me sanish uh, until I get right back to you guys. It shouldn't be that long. Fingers crossed! So, uh, first thing that I want to talk about is I saw the worst TV show while having no internet. Like, just magically, just because of my luck. I saw the worst TV show to have. I download a bunch of TV shows and movies, uh, and I just always have them in games and whatnot. And that's that's what I'll be talking about is the media that I downloaded that I just had on my PC. And I just I kind of have it to go. I have it on two uh, different drives. I have it on my PC, and then I have an external hard drive that I take, and I I take that on you know trips when I go camping or whatever. And then there's almost always a port at a hotel or an Airbnb at the, uh, that I stay at, the TV or console or whatever they have that you can plug it into, or I can buy one at the Best Buy for an adapter or whatever. And then I, and then I have media in case there's nothing good on, uh, you, know, after, you know, after the day when I want to kind of like go to sleep. And you know exactly what I'm saying. I have an external hard drive. It's got media on it. So I always have a pretty big media file. And I just saw this ad for a show, and I thought, that's kind of interesting. It's about a, I thought it was about a woman who was an archivist, and then she discovers something sinister in her archives. <laughs> it's not about that. It's about a male archivist who is digging through 90s, because the 90s is so long ago now that you can set stuff there and be like a, myst a, mysteri a mysterious period. Ooh, the 90s. Uh, so it's set in the 90s, and, he, and, and this guy is stuck in the middle of nowhere with no internet and no cell phone reception, and nobody can contact him, <laughs> which I did not know. And he's archiving uh, this woman, so of course he's getting obsessed with her as he's, as he's going through it. But then she starts talking to him. She starts talking to him, like actually talking to him in the 2020s from the 1990s on the archival footage. And I have no internet. I have no real way to contact people. <laughs> I'm locked out of my accounts. And uh, <laughs> I got to say, the timing of this one's amazing. Just amazing. It's called Archive 81. And I'm not recommending it in any way, shape, or form because the ghost story goes absolutely haywire, off-the-track bullshit, insane nuts just a couple of episodes in. So it started off really creepy, and then thank Christ it did not continue. It just got, like, it's just the most insane ghost story after a little bit. So there you go. There is something that uh, I did. That's, that's me from the past. I don't know what we're, these are just going to be intros, so I don't know what week I'm throwing to. Uh, this is going to be the first one, obviously, but I don't, I've lost track of where I was before I, Ali takes care of a lot of shit. <laughs> I don't know what week it is, but this is me saying I'm back, 
And that's one thing I did while I was away. I missed you, I missed you, I missed you. Did you miss me? All right. Well, here's here's the episode, and next week you'll hear another thing that Dad did while he was <laughs> stuck up a fucking river. All right. Hope you enjoy. I can't stop thinking about you on top of me. Mm-mm. There's something about the way you move. <laughs> oh, don't be all nervous now. Don't get all sentimental on me. Don't get self-conscious either. I like thinking about your body bouncing up and down on top of mine. Isn't that nice? No? It's not, huh? You don't like it? You don't enjoy it? Even a little bit? Even a teensy, tiny, little bit? Come on. Stop fooling around. You love that I think about you, don't you? Don't you? Come on. Don't you? You love that I can't stop thinking about your body in a specific way. Mm. See, that's what's different about what I do to you, how I turn you on. A lot of men, they will profess and they will be honest in their professions that they can't stop thinking about you. Your breasts and your ass and your face and the touch of you. It's true. And you know it's true. And you've known it's true for a long, long time now. So, why do I get to turn you on so much when I tell you that I'm thinking about you. Because <laughs> it's not just thinking about you, is it? I tell you what I'm thinking about and why and what I would do to you to scratch that itch. And that's very different, isn't it? Then you go from a vehicle for another man's attention and his pleasure to... Someone who's having a lot of fun. Someone who imagines themselves the center of attention and the story. And if you were on top of me, <laughs> I promise you'd be right in the center. You hear me? If you were on top of me, you would be right in the center of gravity, right in the center of my lap, my hands on your hips. Do you want to face me or do you want to turn away? I don't really care. Allow me to tell you why I like it very much when you face me. I like it when your breasts bounce. I like watching your hair bounce and imagining how much more it's doing that I can't see behind your head. Hmm. 
I like watching your entire body shake and spasm from the front because I get to see you ripple and move. And it is fantastic. And I like you from behind as well. I get to see your back tense. I get to see the breath move in and out. I get to watch your hair shake and wonder what is going on with your face. I get to have so much fun with you either way. But if you're on top of me, and you get in that rhythm where you push down and then hold as you come back up, where you wait for me to push back into you, and we use each other together, and my hands come down on your hips and rise in and out, up and down, Fingers sinking right into your skin, producing little ridges, producing little mountains. And I use them. I use that friction to pull your body down all over my dick. <laughs> again and again and again and again and again. I will make your entire body quake, whichever way you're facing. Because that sensation, the gravity assist, your pussy being stretched by both you pushing down and me pushing up, that's what I want. Huh. Oh, it doesn't matter if you face towards or away. I well slide my hands over your body before I grip you. I well tweak your sweet little nipples. <laughs> I well stroke your skin and move my fingertips up and down your neck, your shoulders. But facing me too, or away, <laughs> the way that doesn't matter the most is after I feel myself opening you, after I feel your pussy all the way around me, after I have pushed myself into you and know exactly how wet and tight you're going to be for me tonight. After I felt that, I'm going to place my thumb so gently on your clit that as I circle it, as I press it, as I make it slick with your pussy's own pre-cum, you will feel the ridges of my cock. You will feel your pussy shuddering around me. I will moan so deeply for you. I will become, for a moment, transfixed. Just for a moment. And after that, 
I'll start pressing into you. Really pressing into you. Mm-mm. Slow and full, because I don't want to come yet. I want to think about you. I want to see you. I want sweat to appear. I want to watch it and the path it takes down your body, whichever side you show me. I want to listen to your sweet little whimpers and moans as you realize it's going to keep coming. You're going to keep taking this dick, and you're in no position to argue that the pleasure's not going to stop, that I'm going to make you come from touching that clit over and over again. I'm going to rub it and keep my thrust into you. You will be helpless, helpless in my lap. You will be incapable of doing anything but coming, but preparing to come but offering your body up. That is all. And I know that you'll love it. And you know how I know? Because I'll love it too. Because I want it. You can hear I want it because I want you. You can hear that I want you and I want you to come for me. I want you to imagine it. Whichever side of your body you feel sexiest about, show me the front, show me the back, ride that goddamn dick. Know that one arm would be around you and the other on your clit, stroking you, pushing you, making you feel it. Eyes intense, whether your eyes were closed or open, whether you could see me or not, you would feel my gaze intense upon you, just like you can feel my voice now, and you would feel it driving you, driving you, driving you. Yes, you can. Yes, you will. Yes, you can. Yes, you will. Yes, you can. Yes, you will. Keep pressing. Yes, you can. Feel my hand on your clit. Feel my dick deep inside you. Feel your body writhing on top of me. Give it to me. Give it to me. Give it to me now. 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 Right there. Yes, there. Good girl. And would you feel like I was holding anything back? Absolutely not. Even though I was, you would feel every bit of my attention, every piece of me. And as you came down, you would feel my dick still hard inside you my fingertips playing over your neck, playing over your shoulders, sliding up and down your body, making you feel complete. Would you be brave or shy, knowing that I was still looking at you, knowing that I was just waiting for you to come all the way down. 
before I started pushing into you again. You know what I like even more than large screaming orgasms? The little whimpers you make for me after you come, but you still want more, or on the rare occasion that you're satisfied, <laughs> that you're willing to endure more just for me. No matter what any other partner has called you, no matter what anybody else says, when I fuck you, when I give you what you want, you become the most generous and giving lover. You do. And I don't even think you want to be. I don't think you can help it. If you lose your mind, if you lose your cum, if you lose the ability to remember the room you were in just minutes before, I think your body opens up and gives like it never has. And you give and give. Don't you? Don't you? The way I operate that pussy, you give and give and give in return, don't you? Don't you? Don't you? God damn it. That is my pussy. The whole thing. Your whole body. Even as you recover now, you won't take it. Don't you? Don't you? Yes, you do. I have been so obsessed with it lately. Penetration right into you. Right into the center of you. Right where you're supposed to be. Right where that girl is so precious and so wonderful. That girl right before me. Right on top of me. So wonderful. So beautiful. So delicious and sweet and wet for me. I can't stop thinking about you right on my lap. Come on. Again, yes you can. Right back in for me. Think about it. Just how sweet this dick will be. How good it is to you. How good it is to you. Feel this dick inside you. You better be warmed all the way up. You better be. It's all about the contrast for me. I love making you come. I love stimulating your sweet little clit and making you so wet and making you come. Because that way, when I grip your thighs, when I wrap my arms around your torsole and sink my hands into your skin, and start driving in, really pushing in, when I do that, after I've made you come, after I've warmed you up, after I've made you feel special, again, you get so generous. You open all the way up for me. 
you let me push into you just how I want.
so fucking horny and free. I love when you let me fuck your pussy with total abandon. (laughs) 